It's time to write effing now and get pumped to master writing, book marketing, and publishing one bite at a time. I'm spilling all the tea from writing my own books and coaching hundreds of authors on theirs. Now let's talk shop. Write effing now. On today's episode of Right Effing Now, we're talking about how to embrace failure and why when you learn to do it the right way, it can actually catapult you farther than you might anticipate. Failure is a self-diagnosed condition, opposite of rejection. If you want to know the difference, stay tuned while we canoodle for a moment with our sponsors. Every week, I do two things. I write a script and I speak it out. And every week, I hand it over to the experts on the other end of the mic, the production geniuses, Danny Galvez and Jeremy Schreifels, of Monumental Voice Media. They do everything and I sit back and listen just like you. I highly recommend that if you don't like to do certain tasks in podcasting or book production, audiobook production that should be, or you just plain don't know how, hit them up and hand over that worry. I'm thankful I have and it has changed my podcasting life. Now on to the main content. Failure is when we decide we're done. We stop the progress. We stop the road being built. We refuse to go forward. Everything comes to a halt. And that decision-making process originates from the inside. Rejection, on the other hand, comes from an outer source. It is someone saying, you don't have what we want, or you're not the right fit. And I know that you can dream up more ways of people pushing back on you, so I won't belabor the point. Just to say that failure comes from the inside when we decide we're done, we're not going to move forward, and rejection comes from the outside of someone saying, nope, that's not what I want, you don't have what I need. Again, let's focus on using failure to get ahead. Failure teaches us. It's not like I want to fail. I don't want to back myself against the wall. I don't want to know that I have to stop, that I can't go anymore. But we all encounter those moments where we go, you know what? I don't think I can go on for various reasons, whatever they might be. But during those moments, I'm learning what not to do. If I can pull myself out of like the grotto of feeling sorry for myself, because a lot of times that's what failure wants to take with it. Failure wants to say, not only have you discovered, that you can't go any further, and so you have to pull the plug here. And I think there's two different kinds of failure. There's failure where you go, I honestly just cannot, I cannot figure it out. I don't know how I can go forward anymore. And then there's failure where you go, I'm making this a failure because I don't want to do it anymore versus I can't do it anymore or I don't know how to do it anymore. When you come up against that wall or maybe you're, so discouraged with yourself, it is very, very easy to not be able to learn in those moments because you don't want to. You want to feel bad. Feeling bad can feel good sometimes. That's just how we are. I want to cave into feeling bad. Feeling bad also feels kind of lazy sometimes because we can go, oh, I'm just going to succumb to this. I'm not going to try and figure it out anymore. I'm not going to I'm not going to do anything to push this further. So it's easy to want to fall into that and not do the work to come out and figure out what am I learning. Over the years, as I've practiced this type of mindset shifting, 
so that I can pay attention when I'm failing. I can look for the lessons that I need to know out beating myself up. And that is so important. And that's all about habit. It's acknowledgement. Okay, this didn't work. Maybe I'm not real proud of it. That's fine. I'm going to feel those things. I'm going to feel like, oh crap, I really don't want to face that. I have to. I know I have to. So I just grip my teeth. I go ahead and do it. Maybe that's why I feel like I cracked a filling this week. <laughs> if you can acknowledge it, you don't have to let shame watch wash over you. And again, it's like doing what I find to be very effective, which is looking at your life so incredibly objectively, almost like you're looking at a different person and observing it and saying, okay, look, I see where that went wrong. Now I'm going to apply that knowledge. And that knowledge you would not have had you not failed, had the wheels not fallen off the wagon or you didn't pull up on the reins and say, I'm not going any further. You would not have that knowledge. In cases of writing, I've learned many things about what not to do, how not to format, how not to edit and prove myself, how not to work with people who are committed, who are rather not committed to the work. I will not work with you if you are not committed to the work. Let me put that very straight and clear today. How not to write with all the words ending in L-Y. How not to compare myself. I just finished Stephen King's fairy tales. I bring him up a lot because he is my absolute favorite writer. He has written over 60 books, six zero. That's not a, that's not an autocorrect. That's not a typo in my voice. I have written one thriller novel. Why in the world, in the name of all that is sacred, would I ever compare myself to somebody who has done so much work, to somebody who has so much experience on so many levels? It is just cruel to do that. And it doesn't make any sense. It's not even like comparing an apple to an orange. It's like comparing an apple to a dragon fruit or a star fruit or an ugly fruit. It doesn't even make any sense. Or it's like comparing an apple not even to a fruit, but to an octopus. So there is no point in that. When I fail, I emerge out of failure to become a stronger version of me and to be that much more proficient at my job. And that happens because I pay attention. That happens because I don't steep myself in shame. I don't ridicule myself. I don't waste time on those aspects of emotions or those whole emotions that rob me. And they will rob you too. If you allow them to, we are going to stumble. We are going to fall and we are going to allow failure. That's just part of being a human being. We have to get good at that. That's one of the most important lessons is to get good at failing. Not from the standpoint of like fall down all the time and, and, and don't deliver it, you know, a, a superior product. Not from that standpoint. From the standpoint of when it happens, and we don't have to look forward to it happening. That's ridiculous, right? But from the standpoint of when it happens, to make sure that we can navigate failure and do the job within failure. And what is that job? That job is to learn. So failure, yes, it's a dim emotion. I don't like it. Living in the gray is not feeling confident. If I've stumbled in front of others, I will be likely to feel shame and embarrassment, but I also know I can get past that. It's easy to be defensive and push away, push away people, push away wanting to start again or even discussing the project or whatever we're trying to do. It's easy to ignore the lessons we all want so much. We all need so much. We want those lessons so much, don't we? We say, 
oh, I wish I knew more, or I wish I could do what that person did, or they've had 10 years of experience. I haven't had any. I always want the lessons and never the failures. Why is that? Failures come with pain. Look back on your life and your times of extreme growth, and you will see pain and failure writing alongside it. What happened? Something earth-shattering, something tectonic plate shifting, where you divide your life into a balance beam, a line running right down the middle of compare and contrast before this happened, after this happened. Look back on your life and you'll see it. Remember these little pearls the next time you want to run away. Stay and gather the lessons that you need. Become a phoenix which is that bird, that mythical bird that rises from the ashes and then fly higher. And we're doing our shorty short shorts new format. So that's it for this week's chapter of Right Effing Now. When you need proven tips on getting the best writing on the page or you're ready to write your book, head to bookmarkpub.com and get in touch. Until next time, authors, write on. (laughs) 